You know, a lot of things, a lot of times people don't understand about trafficking is that these children don't know that they're trafficked. A lot of children that end up in the trafficking realm, they are sexually abused before the age of five. They think that's normal is, is, is exactly. what it is, huh? Yeah. It usually happens from somebody that they know, love, and trust. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing something to help the person that they love, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. So a lot of times when we get girls, they're very angry to be at the home mm -hmm. because they're not helping the people that they love. For boys, mm -hmm. most, it's different. It looks different than the girls. I'm sure, yeah. Um, some of it looks the same, but majority of it, the only time that anyone finds out that a boy's trafficked is already when it's way too late and they've done things illegal, mm -hmm. and now they're in the judicial system. Mm. Before we get started with the show, I'd like to thank our amazing, wonderful, fantastic, great sponsors that make this show possible. One of our sponsors is Recon Marketing. Recon is the fastest growing social media marketing agency in Colorado. Recon focuses on becoming an extension of your business while providing social media management, review management, and digital marketing. Recon Marketing, putting you on the radar. Our next sponsor is Atmos Planning. Atmos Planning is changing the way business owners and real estate investors are served by the financial industry. Their website is atmosplanning.com, A-T-M-O-S planning.com. Next sponsor is Planet Duct. Planet Duct offers astronomical air duct cleaning with the most powerful vacuum trucks in Colorado. They have taken air duct cleaning to a new intergalactic level that is far more powerful and proactive than anything on the market in El Paso County and Southern Colorado. Sheath Underwear. Sheath Underwear has a pouch for the boys. It is everyday underwear for every man. 100% money back on the first pair if you don't like it. Visit sheathunderwear.com and enter the code COSBP20 to get 20% off your order. The People's Tiny House Festival is the nation's largest gathering of simple living. Featuring van conversions, bus conversions, and tiny houses, of course. Catch the event in Loveland, Colorado, July 16th and 17th at the Ranch Events Complex. So yeah, I'm sitting here today with with Jackie Prophet. Yes. Uh, and your your business. Uh, what was the, the finance? You're the financial unicorn. And uh, what is the the name of the business? Empowering financial freedom. Empowering financial freedom. But that's not what you're here to talk about today, no, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm so excited to talk about the nonprofit that I sit on the board for called Sarah's Home. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think I have. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's out east of Falcon, and I can't disclose what it is because it's a sanctuary for girls 12 to 18 that have been rescued from sex trafficking. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't even know we have something like this here in Colorado mm -hmm. Springs and that we're doing something about it. So uh, I wanted to come on just so that everybody knows that we're here and we're doing something. So many people are passionate about it, but they don't know what to do. You can't get on Google and say, how do I help an anti-sex trafficking organization? Why can't you? Nothing comes up. Why doesn't it? Nobody's doing SEO right. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that what you're, is part, part of what you do? So, um, yeah, I, I oversee it for okay. sure. I definitely don't have time to do it myself. Mm. So I oversee the strategy of it just to make sure that we have the brand awareness and we have the outreach going on. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very interesting at the beginning of last year before COVID, they, um, they said that it was they, as in the board of Sarah's home, mm -hmm. they said it was heavy on their hearts to start a boy's home. Okay. And um, I said, oh, how many are there in, in Colorado? Zero. Oh, okay. Well, how many are there in the country? Two. Uh, a boys home for people who were in sex trafficking. Yeah. Oh Rescue wow. Rescue from sex trafficking. There's only two boys home. Is there a, is there a, a reason for that? Like, is is there less boys trafficked, or is it or is it is it 
about the same. Yeah, so um, it's about a third of the children that are trafficked are boys. Mm -hmm. So if 360,000, this is not a real, it's a real number, but it's not exact. Okay. 360,000 children are trafficked. A third of them are boys. Oh, so we definitely need more than two. Amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, during COVID, one of them closed down because of lack of funding. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A lot of nonprofits uh, went under uh, yeah. because of COVID because they made a lot of their money from, you know, events. <laughs> exactly. And there was no events. Exactly. And, and that's something I've noticed. So that's 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 a shame. So are you guys starting? Yeah. So the other the other location is in uh, Tampa, Florida, and I went out and visited it um, in March of this year. And it is not in my eyes, a real boy's home because it is paid for by the state of Florida and you can only go to it if you're a foster child of Florida. Oh, okay. Right? So if somebody was trafficked here, they can't go there because mm. they're not from there. Mm -hmm. So to me, there's zero boys' homes in the country. Florida just Florida always has their own thing going on anyways, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. So yes, um, it, so we prayed about it. Um, you know, me being the financial advisor that sits on the board, I did all the math and said, let's open a boys' home. Let's figure this out. So mm -hmm. we had planned on just doing like two acres and 3,000 square foot, you know, facilities so that we could have something, somewhere for the boys to go go and then we just needed to raise 300,000 by the end of 2020 and then COVID happened mm. and so that was hard for us to go out and ask you know for help because everybody was just trying to survive mm -hmm. we did come up with business sponsorships and so that is something new with Sarah's home is you know Colorado Springs is a big city with a small town feel yeah and so everybody cares about what are you doing in this community mm -hmm. sponsoring Sarah's home is the best thing that any business could do in mm -hmm. this city because then it can help us bring awareness help save the children and you're giving back and doing what's right and and reducing your tax bill. Yeah. So, <laughs> those are all win-win-win-win. Sure. And that's, win, win. that's, that's your financial advisor coming out right there. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> my marketing side and my financial side always works hand-in-hand, hand, right? Make mm -hmm. money to give money, mm -hmm. and we do what's right. Yeah. So, um, so we created those sponsorships, but then I didn't feel comfortable reaching out and saying, hey, be a sponsor, because I know you're trying to survive during COVID. It was mm -hmm. hard. So we really hadn't pushed the sponsorships. Long story short, we had an amazing business luncheon at 3E's Comedy Club, mm -hmm. 3 days after the election in November. Okay. We raised all of the money that we needed to open the boys' home. Wow, no way. Yeah. That's so cool. The news stations came. They put us on the news. It was great. The... Um, some people, I, I, I won't put anything out there, but some people ended up donating 40 acres and deeded it to us. Wow, that is so cool. <laughs> so we were going to do two acres, and mm -hmm. now we have 40 mm -hmm. with fainting goats on it. Yeah. Fainting. Have you ever seen a fainting goat? I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. You have to Google it. <laughs> Anyone listening, you absolutely have to Google a yeah. fainting goat for sure. Okay, yeah. Um, so if you chase them, they will fall on the side, and they'll just, like, they're dead. Oh, like they, that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's got to be adorable thing. and cute, too. Yeah, I mean, if you're stressed out, go chase a fainting goat. You'll yeah. laugh. <laughs> no, for sure. But, um, but anyway, so now we have 40 acres. How awesome. And it's not out east of Falcon. You know, um, It's somewhere else in, in Colorado, not far from Woodland Park. Okay. But that's great. But now with 40 acres, we're not going to open 3,000 square feet. We're going to do this right the first way, the mm -hmm. first time. Mm -hmm. And so we're now opening up 15,000 square feet. 
Okay. So we have 10 boys that will have 10 bedrooms. They will all have their own bedroom with their own bathroom and a gymnasium because it's Colorado, so it does get cold, and we got to keep these boys active. Mm -hmm. And there's so many that, so many things that goes into planning the facility for the boys. So it's going to be called Daniel Academy because mm -hmm. um, Daniel in the Bible Mm -hmm. is very strong, right? And then academy, they're learning how to be men. They're going to reclaim who they are as a child of God because mm -hmm. they're broken. Yeah, for sure. That's not an easy life, what, they, what they've been through at such no. a young age. And that can definitely, uh, if if not like had so, have having some attention to, to, to what they've been through, then they could easily fall down a bad path as they grow into men like you like you said yeah yeah exactly i mean and these are all the men of our future mm -hmm. so we have to take care of them this is all part in building our country and restructuring it you see what's going on you know like the destruction of everything everyone's freaking out about it mm -hmm. i say let's do it destruct it all so we can rebuild the right way yeah. because we went down this rabbit hole of horrificness mm -hmm. that we need to correct and everyone needs to hold themselves accountable for not doing their part no for sure yeah so this is a this is our part of helping the future of our, of America mm -hmm. you know um you know a lot of things a lot of times people don't understand about trafficking is that these children don't know that they're trafficked did you know mm, that? I didn't know that, no. Like, I grew up um, where my mom, I'm from Chicago, so my mom would say, if you see the white van, don't go to the white van. The white van's going to give you ice cream and snatch you up. Oh, yeah. That's oh, how wow. I grew up. Yeah, I do I do remember my, my, my parents saying that, but I do, do remember they could never happening. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because you knew what to look out for. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not what it is now. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of children that end up in the trafficking realm, they are sexually abused before the age of five they think that's normal is, is, is exactly. what it is huh yeah it usually happens from somebody that they know love and trust mm -hmm. so if they're doing something to help the person that they love it's not there's nothing wrong with it so a lot of times when we get girls they're very angry to be at the home because mm. they're not helping the people that they love yeah and so we can't say hey you've been trafficked mm-hmm they have to come they to that realization they themselves. They didn't actually love you. <laughs> right. You know, like no one, you don't do that to someone you love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And our program at Sarah's Home is a 17-month program. And oftentimes it takes three months for them to just get to the realization that they've been trafficked and that's wrong. Wow. Okay. So how does, how does, how do they, how do, how do we find and, and, and recognize when that's happening, the sex trafficking? Yeah, though, that's a great question. So um, the secretiveness. So, you know, a lot of people, we are, we are taught, like, stay in your lane. You know, your business is your business. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're doing over there, that's their business. Let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. But if we're all children of God... And everyone's our brother and sister. Is that really what we're supposed to be doing? We don't have to be nosy, mm -hmm. right? It's not a misery loves company thing. But if if you'll feel it, yeah, yeah, something's wrong. And so don't ever dismiss that feeling that's in your core that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and ask those five questions. And those five questions can can just be simple ones like, um, you know, who is that? Oh, that's your boyfriend. How did you guys meet? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think 
when we ask people questions, we're so used to talking about ourselves that we don't know how to ask a question and shut up Mm -hmm. and just listen to what people are telling you. For sure. So listening, I think, is is the biggest key to identify it. There is an 800 number that, of course, I um, don't know by heart right now. Okay. <laughs> but um, there is, you can Google it, uh, the National Sex Trafficking Hotline, and there's an 800 number for it. So we don't want anyone going out there trying to, you know, get a sex trafficker on their own and beat them up or, you know, harm them yeah, in yeah. any ways. But you can simply call that 800 number and say, I saw... I saw something and I think it it may not be right. Their job is to investigate that. Mm -hmm. So then at least you did your part by reporting when you had a feeling. For sure. So I think that is the main key is not anyone. Everybody always wants to be the hero and Mm -hmm. try to solve the problems, right? We're all people that like, for the most part, that like to help other people Mm -hmm. and uh, do what's right. And doing what's right in this case is leaving it up to the professionals because it is a very sticky situation. You know, we just had, and luckily she wasn't trapped. But um, we just had a situation where a couple, he was abusing her on the road and he ended up killing her. And and someone called on them and the police came and pulled them over and ended up letting him go. And then he killed her. Oh, you're talking about uh, Gabby? Yes. Gabby Petito? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a that's not a, a trafficking situation, but that's very similar, right? Mm. Abuse is abusive is abuse. For sure. And yeah. so um sex trafficking is just a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. And um and so what happened to her is it's very common that these people are just it's the manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, under everything, it's sex trafficking is a severe abuse that that people, the manipulation of the mental. So it is very hard to determine what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people that have come up to me. I was, I was with, I was having lunch at Fujiyama, which is it closed? It should be open. I oh, mean, I just saw something that had wood around it. Anyways. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought they're, they're remodeling they, or something. They, they may not be open this early. Gotcha. Uh, if you just, if you're talking about like today. Got it. When you drove by. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, side note. Um, yeah. But I was at Fujiyama and a gentleman came up to me um, five tables down and he said, God told me that I'm supposed to speak to you. And I said, okay, okay what's going on? And he said, I'm a foster parent. What do you do for a living? I said, well, I'm a financial advisor. Um, but if you're a foster parent, I also sit on the board for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And um, that has to do with sex trafficking for children. And he says, oh, my gosh, the two boys that I just got were in abusive homes. I'm not sure if they're sex trafficked. How do I de- identify that? Mm-hmm. So same thing. They're, you know, foster parents have no idea how mm-hmm. majority of the time have no idea how to identify the sex trafficking. It is very difficult to do. And so there are trainings that Sarah mm-hmm. Home does that people can go to to learn if they're involved with a lot yeah. of kids. I think it's extremely important. Well, I, c- I could imagine uh, being 12 years old, 13 years old, and I wouldn't want to talk about it. I, I would. I, that's something I would want to avoid. <laughs> Right. If I if I knew if I was aware, you know, so for boys, mm-hmm. most it's different. It looks different than the girls. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, some of it looks the same, but majority of it. The only time that anyone finds out that a boy's trafficked is already when it's way too late and they've done things illegal. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the judicial system. Mm. And we already know how great that system is. Yeah. (laughs) They're really training them up good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, if they have a good caseworker 
Mm-hmm. You know, as a juvenile, you'll you'll have a caseworker. And so if that caseworker has been trained on trafficking, mm-hmm. then she can he or she can identify. Shouldn't they all be trained on trafficking? They should. But they're not. They uh, every state mm-hmm. is different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the state of Florida, they are extensively trained. Why? Because they have that home. And everyone's competence level is different, too. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And everything is different. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's nothing. There's nothing in this country that is across the board. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Except for problems. And taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, I mean, bringing the awareness out. There's tons of girls' homes across the country. And my, my biggest qualm about all of it is everyone's shoveling out all as a financial advisor Mm -hmm. everyone's shoveling out all this money to help the kids but nothing is being sustainable Mm -hmm. so they're starting they're doing but they don't actually know what they're doing right they might have the funds they might have the building they might even get the kids Mm -hmm. but what about the program Mm -hmm. who has the successful program we have people from all over the country that are coming to get trained by Sarah's home because we take a biblical approach not mm-hmm. a religious approach a biblical approach on helping the girls reclaim themselves as children of God mm-hmm. and it's a 17 month program and it has been successful to the best of our ability and knowledge cuz people always say what's your success rate what's successful mm-hmm. so we have a girl who says after dinner, I'm going to go take a shower. And then we say, okay, well, we'll have somebody stand outside the shower. And she says, no, it's okay. I'm going to take a shower by myself. Mm-hmm. We won. Yeah, that's, that's success in itself. Right, because mm-hmm. most people that have been trafficked, um, things have happened to them while they're taking a shower that they're not even safe to take a shower. Mm-hmm. So they have to have somebody stand outside so that they feel safe enough just to bathe. Mm. So when that's a huge win for us, you know, most of them are branded with a tattoo of some sort, right? So then when we have a girl say, you know, I know now that he doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't want this on me anymore. Mm-hmm. That is a success. Mm-hmm. Not like, did she ever go back to sex trafficking? Well, we get them when they're 12 to 18. Mm-hmm. We can't gauge success that way. For sure. And then people say, how many children have you saved? Well, we're only licensed for eight in our house, so we can't save all of them. Mm-hmm. We save the ones that God brings us to, brings them to us, and then those are the ones that we've saved. So we've had 22 so far, and that sounds like an extremely small number compared to how many children have been trafficked. Mm-hmm. But that's why we're doing this. That's why we're bringing the awareness. You for know? sure. So the goal is to open Daniel Academy. Um, and, you know, we have all of the plans in place. You know, what really stinks is raising all of the money. Right now we need $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. And the reason we need $3.5 million is because building costs tripled. Oh, yeah, yeah, it has. And you guys are building from the ground up. Right. Okay. So that stinks. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were deeded 40 acres, amazing blessings. Yeah. But now building costs are tripled. So do we wait until building costs go down? You, you can't even call it that. Like, how do we know if it's going to even go down? <laughs> right. We These boys need help. Mm-hmm. So we have to do what we have to do. So now we have to go out in the streets and say, hey, you guys, like, we really need help here. You know, we're doing stuff. Who else has been called to help us? Because I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. God's put it on a lot of people's hearts. But how do I find those people that are passionate about this type of work so we can all come together and make it happen instead of 70 different people across Across the nation trying to make it happen mm-hmm. just just about 70 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. <laughs> okay. For sure. I mean, people are always doing it. Just um, very quickly, it, you know, God works amazingly. Um, I was I was introduced to this gentleman um, out of Tampa who was originally from Denver. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was in Jacksonville at the time. So a whole bunch of different stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and he wanted to find out about the sex trafficking. And he said, I bought a piece of land in Kansas. God told me to buy eight acres for a boy's home 10 years ago. And I haven't known what to do with it. Okay. And then I just met him on a Zoom because... This lady connected me mm-hmm. with that lady, with that lady, with him. For sure, and a similar mission. So, I mean, the word spread that you guys were on the same mission, and it brought you guys together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to just get everyone who wants to be part of this outreach so we can find the people that God's put it on their hearts mm-hmm. to help with this mission so we can save the children for the future. And, and you were talking, there's a, a I know of a, a, a couple celebrities that are, are doing it. You know, you, you know, Ashton Kutcher's big in, in doing that. And you were saying Tim Tebow? Yes, yes. So that's funny because you and I didn't talk about Ashton Kutcher. No, so. we didn't, no. <laughs> All right, fun story. Fun story real quick about Ashton Kutcher. So um, my mother said after that business luncheon that we had, mm-hmm. my mother said, um, you have to find Ashton Kutcher. And I was like, oh, yeah, mom, I'll get right on that. Yeah. Let, me just, you know, <laughs> let me just Facebook him real quick, you know. <laughs> and um, he, and so I said, I don't know how I'm going to find Ashton it's, Kutcher. It's crazy, though, how the world works, though. So I'm interested to hear what your story is. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my assistant and I had dinner with, um, with one of the vice presidents from Fidelity. I'm sure you know that company. Uh, Fidelity, it's an investment familiar. company. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as a financial advisor, I'm one of the top uh, financial advisors in the country, and so they always try to take me out and swoon me, you know, um, okay. <laughs> take me a Longhorn, whatever, you know. Um, and so he was out, and um, and we have a great relationship. And so he's like, "What is Jackie going? What's good? What's Jackie doing? You know, right now?" And so I told him about what was going on, and I said, "Yeah, my mom said the craziest thing that I got to find Ashton Kutcher," and he, <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, Chris," and I was like, "No, Ashton." Kutcher and he was like yeah his name's Chris and I was like pretty sure it's Ashton yeah and he was like Jackie you know I'm from Iowa and I was like great I'm from Chicago what's your point and he was like I went to high school with him wow my sister's first kiss was Chris Okay, and Chris is Ashton. <laughs> Ashton is his middle name. Okay. So he's like, you want to FaceTime with him right now? Andrew is my middle name. So. Oh, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> so I know that. <laughs> yeah, you feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, I have not reached out to him because it's not time yet. You know, we still have a bunch of different things that we're putting in place. I'm waiting for the drafts and the drawings, and, you know, we're getting all hands on deck for that. But, yeah, he's definitely, now I have access to him, and he will be reached out to for okay, sure. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, he has influence and resources is probably that could that could help yeah he's all (laughs) over the black web with saving the kids Mm -hmm. so that's super good yeah and then tim tebow you know a lot of people in the springs know tim tebow and um i actually had another business owner whose dad is best friends with tim's dad so then um he gave me his cell phone number so i was like oh i have a cell phone number i'm just gonna wait to call him (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know because there's there's so many things that have to go into place Mm -hmm. with it but um you don't want to burn it in like yeah, I don't want to come unprepared. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very serious thing. We need $3.5 million mm-hmm. to build a facility that's going to last forever. You yeah. know, this isn't a, we were just going to do like modular home. 
That's mm-hmm. why we only needed 300,000. Yeah, yeah. But a modular home only lasts 20 years. We're doing this for life. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it right the first way. So yeah, and um you know, and I live part-time in Jacksonville and um Tim Tebow just signed to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. This is going to be much easier to go grab coffee. Like, yeah. It's it's the right it's the right area, you know, like I, it's that's so funny. And that's what I was saying like it's interesting when you have a mission of how things start aligning like how how those connections are are there you know yeah. like and they're right in front of your face but you don't see them until that mission and that destination is there and you just, things just start falling in place it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah for sure i mean i think that a lot of people um a lot of people think that maybe what they're doing isn't um, worthy of other people to know. I think, you know, a lot of us as adults, right, we have baggage and baggage and baggage and baggage, and we forget our self-worth, and we forget, like, how powerful we can be if we just use our mouth with other people and tell people what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, they brought me on the board because they know I run my mouth. Okay. <laughs> I know a lot of people, and so I'm going to do whatever I can to have my voice be heard about this mission because mm-hmm. people just don't know what they don't know until they know. Yeah, for sure. So and uh, and that brought you here to this podcast in a sense too. So. Yes, I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. I mean, we should have, like I was telling you earlier, we should have been doing this in February, but mm-hmm. that was the time that I was going to Jacksonville. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason yeah. because had I came in February, it wouldn't have been the 40 acres mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have been the 3.5 million. It would have been, we just got the money. We're opening up this boy's home. That yeah. was not the truth now and and back in february we weren't doing something that we're doing now but we're actually we actually we actually put money into each episode uh to boost it and to to get it out there so i mean now this is going to reach more people too as opposed to what it would have in in february (laughs) no that's awesome so i mean once we have the boys home uh daniel academy and sarah so i mean sarah's home's always been functioning and running well um because we have god lead that home Mm -hmm. and that's you know when you have people when you have people lead they fail because humans fail. We're all sinners, right? So if you have God lead, then it will always succeed. So we have Sarah's home um, that's doing great. And then once we have Daniel Academy up, then it's to take these two homes and duplicate it across the nation. I have no idea what that looks like. That's going to be the next task is mm-hmm. like finding out how to franchise. I'm, Marcia. I'm, I'm air quoting this. How do you franchise? Come here. I don't know what she's doing. (laughs) She left me. Yeah. Um, But how do you franchise a nonprofit? I don't know who knows that. I reach out to everyone and ask that. So that's another resource Mm. we need. You guys are kind of pioneering in a lot of ways, too. And uh, I just heard a saying uh, yesterday. They said there's one good way to know. To, to spot all the pi- like a pioneer is by the arrows in their back. Uh, mm. So you guys have to have to uh, you guys have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just simply with um, foster care. So this is like a the license that we hold is a specialized foster home. Mm-hmm. They don't give those out anymore anywhere in the nation. They've done away with foster homes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so so it's, very so, hard so to it's get like it. it's no, no they've done away with. Orphanage is another way to put it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like it's mo- it's now individual parents or individuals yep. that take on kids one at a time or two at a time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of what, you know, the Annie of mm-hmm. the world, right? Which is, is, is that a good thing? <laughs> I don't know. Is it more interpersonal? Is it, is it better for the children? Uh, so it's like, we, 
but that th- th- does that limit the amount of children we can help too so so yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah there's so many different things you know um if people's hearts are good then it should be a good thing but not mm. everybody's hearts are good because of what did i just say all of this baggage that we have mm-hmm. on our shoulders as adults you know so cuz and you would think anyone who sorry i didn't mean to cut you off okay. <laughs> you would think anyone who wants to be a foster parent has a good heart uh Maybe they don't, though. <laughs> right, because you they... get paid for it. Oh, yes. Right? There's an incentive. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, money, you know, you've heard the saying, like, money is the root of all evil. It's not. Like, um, but but your intentions with money mm-hmm. have to be good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in the Bible, it says that you're supposed to give 10% off the top. Well, you decide if it's gross or net. I don't care what it is. But if you're not giving what you're getting first, mm-hmm. then it could be the root of all evil because, you know, you might only have your eyes on the prize and the prize should mm-hmm. never be money. For sure. And so if somebody's going into being a foster parent with money is the prize of being a foster parent mm-hmm. instead of I'm healing a soul, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. That's a, yeah, they're not, obviously not the right person. <laughs> right. And so that's hard to determine mm-hmm. who is a right person and who isn't a right person. That's something at Sarah's home that, you know, I'm so, I'm so grateful for the employees that we have there because not everybody, you know, um, comes from a safe and healthy home. What, what does that even look like? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that could be different for other people, too. So, I mean, like, yeah, that's hard to tell because, I mean, the world and life is so abundant and so different for everyone. Like some people like coffee, some people don't. You know what right. I mean? Like, I mean, that's a that's like a, a funny analogy. But I mean, that's just to the fundamentals of everything. You know, some people's preferences are just different, you know, right. raised different. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, a person who's raised Amish has way different values than I than I do. <laughs> yeah. I so, like horses, but not like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd prefer a Mustang. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's your kind of horse. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I could, I could, I could imagine you in a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. seems like your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like the feel of a muscle car. I'm more of the. I have a convertible BMW. Okay. So I'm yeah, more of a okay. luxury fast car. <laughs> Got you. Know, you. Um, nice. <laughs> than actually feeling the engine as okay. I roar. But yes, I, for sure. I'm always need for speed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so yeah, is there is there anything specific that you'd like to, to, to promote before we start closing this out? Yeah. I mean, for any for any businesses that are listening, if you are looking to reduce your tax bill and you want to get involved, but but you don't have time to get involved, you know, being a sponsor of Sarah's Home is very affordable. We have several different levels, so mm-hmm. it can be something very small. We have several different real estate brokerages that are our sponsors, and that's their way of getting back. We do promotional products, so sarahshome.us um, goes over all of the sponsorship things. So being, be, and we have a limited amount of sponsors, so like not everybody can be a sponsor. Um, there's only a limited amount of spots because we only... we can't promote everybody Mm -hmm. um so that's one way second way is you know if if you're passionate about you know if you're feeling it in your heart as you're listening to this that you know anti-sex trafficking is what you're supposed to be helping with Mm -hmm. you know you can simply send an email to sarah's home and say i want to help and then we can we can figure out where is the best fit for you to help. You know, we are not event planners. We had um, we actually had a mortgage firm that held a gala recently for Sarah's home, and they raised fifty thousand dollars. We are not event planners. If we could have more 
more organizations hold events for Sarah's home, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, that would help us so much. It would take so much weight off of us by us being able to spread that word and then, of course, raise money for Sarah's home. We don't have mm -hmm. automatic donors every single month. For Sarah's home, it costs 32000 a month to run, and God provides it every single month. We have no idea where it comes from. That is amazing. <laughs> I wish I had 32000 that just yeah. came in every month that I didn't know where it came from. Yeah. You know, That's when you know when that we're doing what's right that for is the true. community, mm -hmm. you know, is when it just comes mm -hmm. so now i'd like as the financial advisor i would like to be more intentional with where our money is coming from so that mm -hmm. we can start to build and grow and be ready for the next ones and get daniel academy up and going yeah. so sponsorship if you want to hold events for sarah's home because then that you know makes your company organization look good or if you are involved in another one we can partner that's always helpful because mm -hmm. we have a huge following at sarah's home on facebook as well um and instagram as well as LinkedIn and then um, so sponsorships events and then of course money you know and if you know anybody across the nation you know because eventually we're gonna do a hundred homes in a hundred cities in the next five years mm -hmm. period speaking it into existence been doing it it's happening we're rocking and rolling yeah. who wants <laughs> in on this you know this is the revival let's mm -hmm. get it I like it yeah that's cool uh, are you familiar with uh, Dart Wars and Dylan Newman? Um, I don't know Dylan personally, okay. but I am familiar with Dart Wars. Yeah, because I know Dylan and his, his wife, they do a lot of things with foster care. Oh. Uh, so that's that may be a perfect alignment, like Dart Wars and, and Sarah's Home or, or Daniel's, Daniel's, yeah. Daniel's, Daniel's Daniel, Home or Daniel Academy. Daniel Academy. Okay. Nice. Yeah, because we started out with Daniel's home because it sounds like mm -hmm. Sarah's home, right? And FYI, I don't know if you put two and two together because I did not say this, but Sarah's home is called Sarah's home because Sarah was trafficked in the Bible. Trafficking has been happening since biblical times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is nothing new or different. Mm -hmm. But but what are they doing about it now? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we need to be doing is doing something about it. We're, we would love to say that it would never be, but we're all humans, yes. so sin happens. Yeah. Um, Utopia but, is... It's something that we could we could strive for, but it's it's not reality. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, so anyways, uh, what were well, sorry? I lost my train of thought. Daniel's um, okay. Daniel's home. Yeah. So Sarah's Sarah's home is because Sarah was trafficked in the Bible. And then we were gonna do Daniel's home, um, because Daniel with the lion's den, and then um, and then, but but because we're taking boys and we're training them to be men. Mm -hmm. Home is like warm and fuzzy, mm -hmm. right? Enabling kind of kind of connotation. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's soft, mm -hmm. and that's great for girls, mm -hmm. right? But we are we are we want the men to be men, mm -hmm. and it, I think that over the decades, I'm 39, and so you know, less dads have been apparent in people's lives, and things mm -hmm. have gone not in the direction that they should. Yeah. So we want to build strong, good men for the future. Mm -hmm. So so what is a word that's strength? Academy. Mm -hmm. Academy says something more than home does. It does, right? yeah. And then we wanted to do Daniel's Academy, but there are other Daniel's Academies. So okay. we're just doing Daniel Academy. Okay. So that's where the name came from. So it's all being built, and there is a page on sarahshome.us. And anybody that does donate can say, like, this is for Sarah's Home, this is for General, or this is straight for Daniel Academy. And, of course, we keep all of that accounting very clear. We are not trying to mess up anything with the government. Yeah.
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been great having you on the show. I'm, I'm glad you came uh, and talked about Sarah's Home and what you guys are doing with Daniel's Academy, or Daniel Academy. Yeah. No S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so is there any, so where, where can people go to, to learn more about this? Yeah, sarahshome.us is mm-hmm. our website. And then, uh, like I said, we have a large following on Facebook, so you can look Sarah's Home up on Facebook. Is that and, Sarah with the H or without yep, an H? Yeah, okay. Sarah. Yeah, that's a great question. I never <laughs> even thought about that because I'm just... So used to it. So Sarah in the Bible has an H. Okay. Um, and so uh, so S A R A H S and then home dot U S is the website. And then the Facebook is the same. And we're also on Instagram and LinkedIn, so you can follow on all of those and get involved. Um, we are changing up our strategy with social media, so people will start to see a lot more content. Mm-hmm. And then we're hoping that uh, there will be more events. We actually have some events going on in Florida and in Pennsylvania for Daniel. Academy. So that would be another great thing too is other people in other states so that we can broaden our horizons and not just be, you know, um, out east of Falcon. The what? Out east of Falcon. Out east of Falcon. Okay. You know, like because we're a small, we're a small nonprofit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, but with what we're trying to do is really a revival, and that needs more hands on deck. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. So anybody <laughs> passionate about it, just Google Sarah's Home with an H, and yeah. um, you will definitely find us because that SEO is on point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> you got to build the other one. It takes time. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You never know what somebody's going to Google to help anti-sex trafficking. That's yeah, very difficult. For sure. That's interesting and an interesting thought, uh, you know, how, what people are Googling for that, you know, mm-hmm. as, as marketing, you know, <laughs> when th- go, I mean, it's, it's interesting to, to like marketing has like all these things for like business, but marketing is, is a tool. Marketing has power behind it and it can be very, like marketing could be very beneficial to whether Daniel home, uh, Daniel Academy helps more people or not you know marketing is technically everything <laughs> yeah and I, I will say one last thing that um that a project I was working on last year but then COVID um so I had to do other things but if there is anyone out there that does have a business one thing I would I would love to do that I've seen other nonprofits partner with businesses is where you know at a retail store right um at the bottom of the receipt it'll say like 10 percent of your bill or whatever you paid is donated to this nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I would love for the businesses in Colorado Springs to do that with Sarah's Home. Okay. And so I don't know if that's a credit card processing company that could work with me to help with those companies or if that's just physically me going to, you know, Pikes Perk and telling, oh, I can't even think of his name right now, but the owner of Pikes Perk mm-hmm. and saying, hey, can we get that on there? And, you know, would you mind doing that? How does that look? Mm-hmm. But that would be something super awesome that's not really coming out of their pocket, you know, mm-hmm. because if you think of a coffee being, let's just say $10, and then they're just donating 10%, you know, it's not a lot out of their pocket, but it's a lot for us because we're getting that advertising and that awareness out to everyone if mm-hmm. the people are reading their receipts and we're getting donations and support from local businesses, which would be really nice. For sure, yeah. And, yeah, there's definitely a lot of little marketing hacks out there that could be get that awareness out there for sure. Yeah. I my personally never look at a receipt, so that You don't? That wouldn't work As for a me. business <laughs> owner, Andrew. Yeah, I know, I'm bad. <laughs> it's all you logged. 
at least take a picture for your QuickBooks, so you have to look at it. You that, know? I should, I should, I should, but it's, I don't. You have the app on your phone. I, I know, but I figure it's all logged, but maybe you you can tell me that that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely give you tips and tricks. <laughs> I do have YouTube videos on that. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, it's been great having you on, on the show. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, Andrew. yeah. Hopefully we'll have you back and uh, see the progress of what's going yeah. on with with Dan- Daniel's Daniel Academy. Uh, right. It's hard not to add that. I know it is. The possession. Yeah. Everybody wants to possess something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, all right. Well, it's been great having you on the show, and we'll see you on the next time. Thank you so much. Right. Appreciate it.